You're listening to Wire from our on-campus studio in Boston. This show does not represent Wentworth Institute of Technology or the Colleges of the Fenway. If you have any questions or concerns, please contact Rebecca Ryan at 617-989-4890. Now that's out of the way, let's get right into it. Hey, Alvaria, this is Squidly, and this is the first show of... Radio Free Games. Now, this show, we're brand spanking new. Listen to it for the first time right here. And we're going to be talking about, basically, games, game design, more specifically, uh, and the games you play all the time. All right. So for our first show, we're going to be talking about Pokemon. You know Pokemon. You got a nice little critters. You get, put them in the balls, and you attack them, you know, and just throw them at each other until they die. Uh, or pass out. Sorry, pass <laughs> out. Um, we don't use that word around here. <laughs> this is the clean version. Anyways, so Pokemon is interesting because Pokemon stands as one of the most popular franchises of all time, possibly one of the, I think one of the top ten, if not top five. Uh, that's not a hard number, but, you know, just looking at what it, the impact this game has made, you can see, you know, <laughs> that, that number is probably pretty on point. Um, but it all started with a pretty simple concept, and the concept was all about this thing called the link cable. Link cable was this little accessory, kind of didn't have many uses uh, on the Game Boy, uh, original Game Boy, you're talking 1990. And this link cable was used to connect two Game Boys together, and it could do a, a lot of things, but mostly it was for multiplayer games, you know, just play against each other. Uh, first game to actually use this was Tetris, uh, which was a packing game with the Game Boy, I believe. Um, it was really, you know, it was really just used for, it was, it was a gimmick, you know. It, it just connected two Game Boys and you played together. Uh, and there wasn't much to it. However, Satoshi Tajiri, who is a developer at HAL, um, sorry, not HAL, Game Freak back then, and Game Freak was, uh, you know it now as the people who make Pokemon. Back then, they weren't known for that. They were just known for a company that kind of just worked with Nintendo, made games. They actually worked with a lot of developers. Um, but when Satoshi Tajiri was watching, you know, he went to a playground of sorts <laughs> uh, and saw these two kids playing with the connected wire. And Satoshi Tajiri, as a kid, he was a bug catcher. He loved, loved to play with uh, bugs and catch them and I don't think he made them kill each other but you know um, that's what he did um, and he looked at the link cable long black cable and he was just thinking hey wouldn't it be cool if we had bugs crawling through this cable from one Game Boy to the other now you're probably listening to this and you're like that sounds actually kind of terrifying but but if you were a game designer back in the day that is a huge breakthrough that is an amazing idea. So he came up with this idea. He said, all right, I really like this link cable, and I really like this idea of creatures, not necessarily bugs, just creatures, going from one Game Boy to the other. How can I make this into a thing that people want to do? So he came up with Pokemon. <laughs> and Pokemon, it's a very simple game. Um, it's actually, you know, it has layers to it, but at its basic level, you know, the design of Pokemon is essentially just to collect animals slash monsters, uh, go through eight gyms, challenge the Elite Four, and have an adventure. Uh, you start out with, you know, collecting, like, bugs and random, like, birds and stuff, and you end up with legendaries and crazy, you know, electric mice and all that crazy stuff. 
Uh, it's really, but what makes it interesting is that it's actually a single player experience uh, for the most part. Um, and you're taught all the mechanics of the game in the single player mode. And now you're probably thinking, all right, what does this have to do with Link Cable if it's a single player game? Well, let's, let's take a step back here. Because the core mechanic is kind of what drives this game. And, um, so a core mechanic, uh, just imagine a circle, all right? An inner circle. Uh, and if you're going to build a game, you want to build it around this inner circle. Everything you want to do with this game, you want to have it surround this inner circle. So let's say, you know, that the core mechanic for Pokemon is collecting. That is what Satoshi Tajiri wanted to do. He was a bug catcher. He wanted to show people how to collect things. Now, the secondary mechanic, the first secondary mechanic, would be battling. Because why would you want to collect them? You want to collect them so you can use them to defeat uh, other trainers and become the best trainer. And that's how you, you know, get your Pokemon to be stronger. That's how, you know, it's, it's a loop. However, it's the only, there, there is something else. Because Pokemon, if it had just stayed as the game where you just go through, collect monsters, and go through eight gyms, it wouldn't have actually gone too many places. Um, what makes it very unique, and this is kind of the most uh, popular thing about Pokemon, and um, probably one of the first games to ever do this, was that it's the only you know single player game that is entirely single player. However, you can't beat the game 100% by itself. You can't do it. It's completely impossible unless you break the game. In which case, don't do that. That's mm -hmm. attacking. <laughs> um, uh, or do it if you want to, but it's your game. Um, but originally by design, let's, let's assume in a glitchless world, you couldn't break the game. You can't beat this game 100% by yourself. It's just not going to happen. And if you can imagine the, the time period when this game came out, in, it's 90s, early 90s. Uh, you look at games like Mario, you look at games like Zelda, you look at all these games, you can beat those games, you can get everything in the game. 100% when you buy the game you can go all the way through and get everything out of that game by itself however Pokemon decided to do something a little different they said we're gonna have a version called red and we're gonna have a version called green and it's blue in the United States but you know green everywhere in like Japan um, and we're gonna set some Pokemon aside and we're gonna put 11 aside in the original game and we're gonna say the only way to get the other 11, and you can do this, you know, if you have red, you can get the other 11. However, you need to use the link cable. Now you see where this is coming from, all right? When you have a link cable, you're able to connect to another Game Boy, and if they have red and you have blue, or you have blue and they have red, you can get the other 11 Pokemon. And that is the only way to get all the other Pokemon. Now imagine you're, you're a kid in the 90s, you know, I was about six when this game really came out. And I had a Game Boy, uh, my brothers had Game Boys too, but, you know, we had a situation. <laughs> See, um, if you are a kid in the 90s, uh, th that means you need two Game Boys in order to play this game. To actually get 100%, you need two Game Boys, you need two versions of the game that are different, and then you also need the link cable. Now, if you're a kid in the 90s, that sounds ridiculous, and you are definitely not getting that unless you are rich as, you know, really rich. Um, so, what are you going to do? Well, you go down to the playground, you know, wherever you hang out. Take out your Game Boy and say, hey, anyone else got this game? <laughs> and 
It's uh, it's called Pokemon, and people will come around you, and they're gonna say, "Oh, Pokemon, what the, what's that?" It's like, "Oh yeah, you collect bugs and mice and whatever you want, and attack each other with it." <laughs> uh, and they're like, "Oh, that's really cool." And then you remember, you know, you're saying, "Hey, um, if you're gonna go get this game, please get the other version, because I want to trade with you." And you'll see that um, just the idea of you know you. You have a person who now, you know, they really want those 11 other Pokemon. You can get some really cool things. You got Meowth, you know, you got, uh, you know, the pr uh, Primeape, all those crazy Pokemon that you can't get otherwise, um, you know. Um, so you want the other version. And it's clever. It's really clever. Because if you have the other version now, you have another sale. From every kid, you have another sale. Like another bonus sale. The kids basically do their, you know, they'll do their thing. They go to the playground, they play the game, they get other people to play the game. Everyone wants to play this game because the animals are adorable and, you know, everyone likes the idea of collecting things. So just that basic concept, building around a link cable. And you just have this kind of chain effect. You know, one person will get another person. This person will get another person. And suddenly the whole playground's playing the game. Everyone's trying to catch them all. And that's kind of how it starts. We'll get more into this in a bit, but first, a little bit of music, which is, what do you know, Pokemon remixes. So let's play some of that.
And we're back. This is Squidly with Radio Free Games. And we're talking about Pokemon and the link cable. So let's revisit the core mechanic and we establish the core mechanic is collecting. Uh, and the secondary mechanic would be battling. But the fun part about all this is that actually all revolves around trading. And I'm going to get into a little marketing here. But uh, let's just talk about trading for a moment. Uh, and let's talk about the tagline for Pokemon. What is the tagline of Pokemon? You, you know what it is. It's Pokemon, gotta catch them all. Yeah, gotta catch them all. And just think about that. Just think about that. If you were to establish a franchise and you want to say this one slogan is going to represent everything, this is the first thing that people hear about this franchise. And I'm going to choose the words, gotta catch them all. What does that make you think? It makes you think, well, I gotta go catch them all. That's the point of the game. I have to go catch everything. You know, forget about battling, forget about, you know, you know, whatever. I wanna catch them all. You know? So what's the core item that you get? You get this in like the first ten minutes of the game. The first thing you get in the game, like the actual first item you get, is the Pokedex. And the Pokedex, um, you're introduced to it by Professor Oak. And Professor Oak, you know, you originally want to get the parcel, and the parcel, you open the parcel, it says Pokedex. And he says, uh, he opens it, he's like, oh, look, this Pokedex, it's great. Um, and he says, it's my invention, you know, I've been using it to document all the Pokemon, so we could, and the only way to get all these Pokemon is you have to collect them. And once you collect a Pokemon, you can do this. And he says, literally this quote, he says, to make a complete guide on all the Pokemon in the world, that was my dream, but oh, I'm too old. I can't do it, so I want you to fulfill my dream for me. So the first character you meet in the game, Professor Oak, literally the first character, he's the one who introduces you to the world of Pokemon, um, tells you that my dream is to get all the Pokemon and document every single one of them. Gotta catch them all, yeah. But here's the fun part about that, because, you know... To, to do that, to actually do what the game is essentially telling you is the goal, um, we talked about this not being able to be done with 100%. You know, without the, you can't 100% the game. You can't get them all without a cable. The only way you can do this is trading. So not only do you have people on the playground, you know, with their Game Boys saying, oh, you know, I have this Pokemon game. Uh, and I'm trying to collect these Pokemon, but they have this in their head, right? They see the Pokemon, they see it says, gotta catch them all. And then Professor Oak straight up tells you, by the way, the actual goal of this game is to catch them all, in case you didn't know. <laughs> so you have this push, this push to get every single one of the 151 Pokemon. And you are well aware that is absolutely impossible without getting the other game. It's, it's just not going to happen. And not only that, but uh, if you remember, the first thing, the first Pokemon you get is a starter. And the special thing about starter is that uh, they, there's three of them, but n they're not available in the game at all after you get them. You know, you get the starter, you can never see that starter again. And, you know, what's the rule about the first generation is that you can't, you know, battling a Pokemon won't put it in the Pokedex, only catching it will. So... Let's imagine situation here, you know, you can only have one starter and the only possible way 
to get the other starters is not only do they have to have the other version of the game, they actually do not need to have the other version of the game. However, they need to be, you need to have two other friends that chose starters that weren't yours. So, it's actually probably easier to find someone with another version of the game than finding someone who picked, you know, whatever you didn't pick. Squirtles, Charizard, no, sorry, Charmander, not Charizard, um, and Bulbasaur, you know. Um, you know, I personally picked uh, Char Charmander, you know, I like fire types. Um, but now, in order to get the other two, I had to go seek out two other people who are willing to trade with me. And, you know, you can trade them back. You just need them for the thing. Um, and not only that, but you actually have to, uh, because getting the evolved form of a Pokemon will not get you the previous form in your Pokedex. So if you get Charmander, um, you know, if you get Charizard, sorry, you will not get Charmander. You have to get Charmander at his first evolved form, and then Charmeleon in the second evolved form. So not only do you need two other friends who have the two other fr uh, starters that you don't have, but they also have to, you have to catch them before they evolve their Pokemon, because once they evolve their Pokemon, guess what? You'll, you know, you can't get their starters anymore. You have to reset the game. So just imagine how big this task is now. 151 Pokemon, and there's absolutely like no way to get the other. There's 11 that are already missing, and you cannot get them without uh, getting the um, other version of the game. But not only that, but now you have the three starters, which have three uh, They have three evolutions each, so that's nine in total. So it's three times three is nine, all right? That's nine Pokemon entries, Pokedex entries, that you won't be able to get. You can only get six, sorry, you can only get three of those nine. Because, you know, you can get your starter and you fall twice. Um, you can only get six, sorry, three of those nine. I'm messing that one up, sorry, guys, uh, folks. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's how it is. Anyways, so, yeah, three. And you're kind of in a predicament, all right? Just imagine you're a kid in the 90s, and he, 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 you look at this thing, you, you look at the tagline, it says, gotta catch them all. Professor Oak is telling, me, telling you, man, you have to fulfill my dream for me. That exact quote. And you can't do it without... <laughs> Not only do, do you need another person with an opposite version, but you also have to have two other people who have different starters that are also at the same part of the game that you are, so that you can just trade them for the starters. You can see why this caught on, um, because just the sheer amount of things you need to get done, the sheer amount of people you need to go find and contact, the kind of community that you needed in order to get 151 Pokemon is ridiculous. It's, you just need so many things to happen, you know, that they all have to fall into place. So with that idea, it's not, you know, a surprise that Pokemania started. Because you're thinking about, you know, every single kid wants at least three other people, you know, you know, you, the two other people who have the Pokemon um, that they didn't pick, and then one other person who has an, another version. Uh, and that's, that's just, you know, it's, it's hard. And each one of those people are asking around. They're going to the, the parks, you know, they're going to the playgrounds. You know, kids, they don't have 
any restraint on, you know, social cues. So they are perfectly okay to just walk up to someone and say, hey, do you have Pokemon? And the person may have never heard of Pokemon. They'll say, hey, what's Pokemon? It's like, all right, well, this is the game. And they just do the advertising for you right there. So after the break, we'll play some more nice, beautiful remixes. Uh, we'll talk about Pokemania. All right. See you in a bit.
And we're back. This is Radio Free Games with Squidly. Alright, so, uh, let's just talk about the tracks we just had. We've had uh, Pokemon Conundrum uh, by DJJD and SourceX. You can find that on OC Remix. It's also on the Wire app if you look at it right now. It'll have that down. That was the first song we played before the, like, the first break. Now, the ones we just played were Moondrops by Sock Puppet and Wet Dreams by Phonetic Hero. Awesome. All right, so what we were just talking about, uh, Pokemania. Yeah. All right, so before we talk about Pokemania, let's actually talk about something. Uh, kind of like this character, I think, kind of emphasizes everything Pokemania was and how... You know, Nintendo kind of felt like they knew that, that this was going to happen. Because, um, so so let's talk about Mew. Mew is the origin of all Pokemon. It is a, it is the ultimate legendary Pokemon. You know, in the game you can get the three legendary birds. They're pretty hard to find and even harder to catch. But there is one Pokemon that you know at the very end of the game you get to fight. You get to fight Mewtwo. Now, Mewtwo, however, is hinted to not be the only Mewtwo. I mean, he is Mewtwo. So where is Mew? And the answer is, well, Mew is nowhere in the game. There is, you know, there is a Mew in the game, but you can't get to him, and you never will be. Unless you do one thing. It is to actually go to a Pokemon event. Now... Imagine this, all right? You're that kid in the 90s again. You have 150 Pokemon. You have managed to get everything. But you know Mew's there. And you find out that Nintendo's doing an event in some mall far away from you. <laughs> and, you know, that is the missing piece. You can't 100% the game without it. You know, Professor Oak's dream will never be realized. You know, you will not catch them all unless you get Mew. What are you going to do when you learn that this thing is, like, 40 miles away? All right. I'll tell you what you're going to do. You're going to do this exact quote. Mom, Dad, can I please, 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 please go to it? <laughs> uh, and your parents will be like, oh, okay. All right. Just get your stuff. Wine will take you there. Um, and... You can bet that was happening in many, many, many households. Because at this point, all right, before they started doing the events, there was Pokemon cards, there was a Pokemon show, there was Pokemon everything. And to this, you know, for them to just say, hey, guess what? You have 150 Pokemon, but there is one more. And not only is there one more, but we're going to dedicate an entire movie to, to talking about how this, you know, the first Pokemon movie in theaters... <laughs> you know, we're gonna dedicate that entire movie to talking about how crazy awesome Mew is, and you can't get him unless you go to this place and yeah, all the way over check, there. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> so just imagine that. Uh, for me, it was uh, I'm in Boston, so it was the North Shore Mall. The North Shore Mall is a solid. Boy, it was it was an hour, an hour and a half away from us. Um, but you know, I had two other brothers, so. All three of us <laughs> at once saying, "Hey, we're gonna. We really want to go see this." You know, it happened, um, and thankfully it did. Um, and it was it was quite a spectacle. You know, you went there and there was tons of kids. 
uh, and there was, you know, a person in a Pikachu suit, and there was, you know, Nintendo representatives, and all this crazy Pokemon merch. Now, imagine this, you know, back in the day, it was very hard to come down and see Pokemon merchandise, you know, because it just wasn't available at a lot of places, you know, you get online or something, you know, or, uh, or, or stuff like that, you know. Uh, the, the merchandising for games hadn't really kicked off, but here you could get everything. Everything that's like, you know, more than just the backpack. You can get the backpack anywhere. You could get like the dolls and stuff here. So, it's, it's a huge event, and you're thinking, how did this even happen, <laughs> you know? And they had a word for it. They called it Pokemania. And it's all about this just small, you know, it starts small, you know, it starts with link cable. It starts with people, you know, trading, you know, back and forth and meeting other people in order to finish this. This, this single-player game that you cannot beat by yourself. And it's just these clever ideas. And so, so if you actually want to know how, how far this goes, uh, what, what is the Pokemon mascot? Pikachu. Yeah. Pikachu. Uh, obviously. Now, you know actually where Pikachu appears in the game? He, he appears in the Viridian Forest. He also appears in the Power Plant, but, you know, not, not many people actually go to the Power Plant. But the Viridian Forest you do go to. Um, and the Viridian Forest has a 5% rate of finding Pikachu. Which means that most people who don't know Pikachu is there and are actively looking for it will either stumble upon it by chance or just not stumble upon it, period. And they'll go to their friends and they'll be like, wow, how did you get a Pikachu? <laughs> you know? Um, and even more so, can I trade for that Pikachu? So the mascot, the show's mascot, the one that's on all the merchandise, is a Pokemon that's rare, a Pokemon that you have to trade for or find, you know, you have to be lucky, basically, you know? So that's the mascot right there. That is the mascot of the entire series is a rare Pokemon that emphasizes trading. And guess how you do trading? You do it through the link cable. So, it's, it's just, you know, it's, it's just interesting to think that they would pick a Pokemon like that. It's, it's not an accident. And there's, no, there's very little accidents. I mean, um, it's, when they actually made, um, Pokemon originally, Pikachu was not intended to be the mascot. However, Pikachu was a very adorable Pokemon. And I kid you not, you know, from a Time article in 1999, Satoshi Tajiri talks about a developer he saw, and this is the developer that's responsible for the extremely low drop rate. He said he liked the Pokemon so much that <laughs> he wanted it to be his and only his. And I... <laughs> um, and when they came to do the anime, they were like, alright, well, this one's adorable. And they said... Well, it's hard to find. They're like, yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's better that way. <laughs> um, uh, so Lucky Ash for getting it in the first episode, because that's a, that's a lucky guy. And if you do get Yellow afterwards, which is, by the way, another game that you should, you know, go buy if you like the first one. And if you don't have Pikachu, you should go buy Yellow. That's another sale right there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's all built into this idea. And it's all built around this link cable. Every single thing is built around the link cable. Because without the link cable, without Satoshi Tajiri, let's say Satoshi Tajiri never saw a link cable and someone comes up to him and he says, all right, we're, you know, we're making a new game. Would he think of, you know, a creature collecting game? No, probably not. You know, he might, be a, might have been a bug collector, but he wouldn't know how to make this happen. So it was really through that link cable, that first thing, that first idea of creatures crawling through, Going from one Game Boy to another 
that established this whole idea, this whole compound idea that he's decided that how am I going to make people use this link cable? How am I going to make people see this vision? I'm going to make them collect things. I'm going to collect them, like make them collect things like I used to. And they're going to trade them. And how am I going to trade them? They're going to trade them through the link cable. And why are they going to trade them? They're going to trade it to battle, you know? Because the best, you know, the best Pokemon team you could possibly get, you can't make if you don't have all the Pokemon available. It's just not possible, you know? Um... So, that's what it is, really, you know. It's, it's smart. It's, it's how it is. Hmm. Uh, Pokemania, everything. And the, the fun part about Pokemania, and this is just how crazy it is. Um, to, to have an event from you, you actually have to be a place that Nintendo recognizes as a significant amount of sales happening here, basically. Um, because, you know, they don't want to just plop down all the crazy, you know, get the guy, you know, hire the guy to be in the mascot suit. And bring the whole, you know, truck with tens of thousands of Pokemon merchandise and put it in the middle of nowhere where no one's going to get to it, you know? So, in order to actually have a Pokemon event in your area, you have to buy the game. You, there has to be a big grouping of people. And then once that Mew comes in there, it's like a, you know, it's just like an extra boost that just drives people into overdrive. That anyone who hadn't heard of Mew or Pokemon or any of that is going to hear about it now, you know, because there is a huge amount of people. It's a scene. It's a big scene. You know, the news is going to cover it. Everyone's going to cover it. You know, it's going to word of mouth, you know. Why is there so many kids here? You know, the old folks going to shop for, you know, Old Navy or whatever they go to. They're going to go. They're going to see. They're going to see this giant event of people, in, you know, dressed up as an electric mouse, you know. It's, so if they didn't know about it, now they're going to know about it. So, yeah. That's Pokemania right there, and it's all off this link cable. All from that simple idea. So, you know, when you think about Pokemon, you just think about that link cable. Just think about how different this game could have been if that wasn't a thing that he saw. If this was not the core idea. So, yeah. That's our first kind of game design concept that we'll look at in the series. Um, you, you really don't think about it, really. Uh, you know, you, you don't think about Pokemon in terms of the link cable, but when you know the background, when you know the story, you know that you just, you know, you think just, how could I have missed it? You know, I know, I personally, when I was six years old, seven years old, I did not think about it like that, obviously. You know, I just thought, hey, I gotta catch them all. You <laughs> know, that's what I have to do. And my brothers, you know, they're like, hey, we gotta catch them all, and everyone needs to catch them all, and it was a race to catch them all. And it was all about that link cable. It's all to just, you know... Oh, by the way, link cable sales skyrocketed <laughs> after Pokemon for obvious reasons, because, you know, the Tetris is great. Um, I love Tetris, but, you know, uh, Tetris multiplayer doesn't have the same, you know, push for it. <laughs> It doesn't have the same push as gotta catch them all and here's like thousands of other people who want to do the exact same thing and you know you want to be the coolest kid in town all you have to do is fill up the Pokedex you know <laughs> anyways um, so that's the show <laughs> thanks for listening uh, I'm going to catch you all next week I know I will because you know this is a good time and you like good times right <laughs> anyways uh, this was Radio Free Games with Squidly if you want to see more from this show, uh, we're gonna, it's, all, it's all been recorded if you want to show it to your friends or whatever. It's going to be on Mixcloud soon. And if you want all the links for that, 
All you gotta do is go down to our Facebook, facebook.com slash Radio Free Games. It's nice, simple, easy. No one took the name, so it's good. Um, uh, so next week, we'll s haven't really decided what we're gonna be thinking about, what we're gonna talk about. If you do want, you know, something specific to be talked about, please do send me a message. I'll do the research. I'll play, you know, I'll play the game if I haven't played it already, uh, and we'll, you know, talk about it. Definitely, you know, I do love talking about things that other people want to talk about too. You know, I want to see, you know, open this dialogue. Anyways, yeah. So, Radio Free Games with Squidly. Got to play some more tracks. Upcoming is um, Battle for the Badge, Drowning Blues, Shades of Red. And those are by Fishy, Benjamin Briggs, and Hal C. Get those all on OC Remix. Uh, if you're actually interested... OC Remix has a lot of remixes for a lot of things. A lot more than I'll ever play on this. Um, so if you're ever interested in that, definitely check it out. Alright, it's been nice talking to you all. This was Squidly with Radio Free Games, and I'll see you all next week. <laughs>